my Cinema Flavor family. How are you guys doing today? I'm uh, sitting here watching this Cowboys and Buffalo game. Started fairly early on, but today the episode I will be talking about is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I recorded this a few times. I kept forgetting to say that this is not Won't You Be My Neighbor, It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor is the documentary that came out last year. Uh, just as fantastic. I honestly thought this movie was going to be based on the documentary. I thought it was going to be a biopic. I watched it. I thought, okay, Tom Hanks is going to be, uh, he's just going to be eating scenery as Fred Rogers. It's going to be about Fred Vogel, uh, this reporter that's going to interview Fred Rogers and then it's going to change his life. That was really going to be that. Boy, was I wrong. I was wrong. This movie is so different. It's it's completely different. It's not even a biopic. Really, if you go in thinking, you know, I want to learn about Fred Rogers and his life, you're not. You're not going to learn much of anything, which is not a bad thing. Very, very much not a bad thing. I think what happens is people tend to think, well, you know, I want to know about his life. Well, I think the thing is, I think Fred Rogers really was Mr. Rogers, the person that you see on the TV. Because there's so much about him that you you figure, well, maybe he had a dark side. Maybe maybe things weren't so great. Maybe he had a few skeletons in the closet. Not the case at all. And, and this movie and the perspectives that he has regarding Fred, uh, the person interviewing him, and his own life. You see that Fred Rogers was a kind person because, one, you could tell that he was very enthused about helping people out. Especially children. And that's what I loved about the documentary. I think the documentary really pinpoints what exactly he wanted, which was, I want to teach children how to deal with their problems. I want to teach them that, look, any, anybody could show them shapes and colors. That's fine. But I want to show them how to deal with things. That way, when they're an adult, they know how to deal with it. You know, and, and his show would go into these very deep, not dark, but very serious places. He would talk about death and divorce. And things of that nature, which I, I very much take my hat off to. I watched Fred Rogers when I was very young. I uh, re watched recorded episodes. For some reason, when I was young, I thought my grandfather knew him. No one ever told me he did. You know, no one ever said, hey, you know, uh, Grandpa knows Fred Rogers. I just, I assumed he did because he had recorded episodes on VHS for me to watch every day. I was wrong. Anyways, let me start getting into the movie because I'm, I'm over here getting off track. This movie is about a man named Fred Vogel who is a writer who is doing a piece on Fred Rogers. While he's doing this piece, Fred has these family problems. Um, his sister's getting married. He's going to the uh, to the wedding, but his father is there and him and his father do not get along. Well, more his father than anything else. And the reason for that is because, well, yeah, I'll, just, I'll get into spoilers now. I'll give you some time to, to, to turn this off. If you're still there, I'm gonna say it. His father cheated on his mother uh, when his mother was still very sick. And you could see that the father is probably a little sick himself, uh, physically. He might have some type of ailment and he wants to start picking up the pieces. He wants to start righting the wrongs that he did. And Fred is, he's not quite there yet. You know what I mean? He's not quite ready to forgive. He goes to see Mr. Rogers and Mr. Rogers is, how, how do I say this? Because in the movie, he doesn't invade his personal space, but he surely does. Fred just kind of comes in and just treats him like he's known him forever. Like he'll call him at, at his own personal home. You know, he'll he'll ask what his wife and his child's name is. And then, you know, um, 
he remembers that to like to a T. There's a there's a scene in this movie where he calls him like late late in the night, and he even you know his wife is the one who picks up the phone and he says you know hello Andrea, I'm Mr. Rogers. I just want to say thank you for letting Fred be a part of the interview and and it's it's so it it's so fantastic to watch. But in my head, you're still thinking that's a little creepy. And I think the the thing that this movie is really trying to point out the fact is that Fred Rogers was incredibly nice and that we are so cynical of other people that when someone gets really nice or attached to us, we immediately go, well, they're weird. There's something off about them. Instead of just going, you know what, these people, this person like Fred Rogers really wants to help. If you saw the documentary last year, there was probably a point, I would say, for anybody who watched it where you really just fell apart. I know for myself it was the end because the whole movie, the whole, the whole way through, you can see Fred Rogers and the way he deals with people and the way he deals with other people's problems, especially with other children, but the way he would handle things that were happening in the world at hand, things like racism, things like violence, and he would address them on his show, but not up front. And there are these other little points out throughout the entire movie, throughout the entire documentary, I should where he would, he, he, would, he would be kind to people and they would just break down. They would completely break down. It was, it was amazing to watch. And the movie, the movie itself, not the documentary, really pinpoints that with Fred, Fred Vogel, who, the, the, the writer. You see the way Fred just comes into his life and just, he, he knows that there's something wrong with him. He knows that there's something off about him and he just, instead of, placating to that or defending himself he he wants fred to open up and go what's what happened to you there's there's a scene where uh fred vogel has a um he, he has a cut on his nose and of course that happens when him and his father have a confrontation about did i say that right confrontation confront yeah whatever i can't say the word i'm sorry i'm not sorry him and his father get into a fight at their sister's wedding he punches him in the face uh and then another guy come and punches uh fred in the face and the way that scene is set up when fred is talking to him saying hey what happened to you why would you get to an argument or a fight with your father takes it just hits you right like there's like a, a part of you like something in the middle of you that has all these memories that you have not tapped into and he taps into it it is amazing to watch the movie itself is so it's so i wouldn't say it's not a, not a movie but the way it's set up, because the the beginning of the movie, it, it it's just like a standard um, episode of Mister Rogers. But then it goes into Fred Vogel's life, the writer. I I mean I I don't know if this is a real story or not. I would kind of hope it was. But the way everything is set up, the, the the way the episode is set up in the movie, the way. Uh, it would be, you remember in the show, there would be these little miniature sets of everything. And it would, it would the camera would zoom in, show you where they were going, and, but it would still be a little set. It'd be the same thing in the movie. I found all that fascinating because I've never, I've never seen that happen. But the other thing I found just as fascinating was, it's almost like you're watching a really long episode. The movie's only about an hour, 45 minutes. And throughout the whole thing, there's these lessons that are being taught throughout throughout all of it and a lot of it has to deal with forgiveness a lot of it has to deal with is there something in your life that you're suppressing that you have not 
come to grips with that you have not strained out in your life. And I think that's a really, really strong thing to get into, especially in a movie like this. Um, especially a movie that you would think, oh, this is just going to be Fred in his early years trying to set up the show up until the later part of his life. And it's so not that. It's so not that. And especially because I think whoever directed this, I, I don't quite know. Let me look that up for a minute. Her name is Morel Heller. She did a Walk Among the Tombstones, and then she did Can Can You Ever Forgive Me? That was the um, Marissa Tomei movie that came out last year about plagiarism. I have yet to see either of those movies, so uh, Morel, Morel, Marie, Morel, whatever your name is, uh, thank you for making this movie. You were really good at it. Uh, as far as the episode, or as far as what it feels like an episode, it's it's amazing. There's things in this movie that will cut you deep, very deep emotionally. Things that will bring up old things, whether or not you want to fill them or not. And I think the idea is, is that strain them out. Because you only get one life, really. There's, I'll, I'll give you a really good example of this, if you have not seen the movie. There's an episode where Fred Vogel and Fred Rogers are sitting at a sushi restaurant. And as they're sitting down, they're having a discussion. And Fred says, you know what I like to do? I like to have, I like to do an exercise where I think of everybody who's ever affected me in my life, and I just like to sit there and think about them. You see all the other people around them in the restaurants. I, It was really weird because you couldn't tell. Did they hear them? Did, did they hear him? Because they stop. They all stop, and they start thinking. You see some of them have frowns on their faces. Other ones have really happy faces. And you see Fred, and he's Fred Vogel, the writer. You see him looking down and, and thinking about it, and then it'll cut to Fred Rogers, You'll, you'll see the camera, he's looking at the other Fred across from him, stares at him for a while, and then he stops, looks at the camera, and for a solid minute, it just does that. There's no sound, there's no cuts, it's just a full-on one-minute, one-take, and I found myself doing the same exercise that was, that he said he would do. And it was, it's just, it's amazing to sit there that a movie can just hold your attention like that for that long. Noth nothing now ever holds anybody's attention. That's, that's a main thing. So when a movie can literally take you, take your attention and then make you feel that way with something very, very simple. Just kind of pull yourself out of the movie real quick and just do that. And then go back in and then pull yourself out of the movie again to make it feel like an episode. There's so many layers so many layers to this movie that I was I I was enthusiastic by the end of it because I just knew whatever Fred Rogers is or was as a person I'm assuming it really was that he really was that guy and it's possible there there are people out there man who just their main goal in life is just to change the world that's just what they want and maybe they're not in the public eye like Fred Rogers was, maybe they don't do things like that, you know, maybe they're like monks or, or whatnot, but it was so cool to see, and I, I really wish that we, we had something to that, uh, uh, to that extent now, I don't know if, if Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood still airs anywhere, but I think it's really important that it does, I think it really does, man, because that show and what he talked about in his life is very important for children to hear now, and sure, maybe a little older, you know, I'm surprised that it hasn't hit a Netflix or anything yet. I'm sure it's all contracts and legal things and whatnot. And, and maybe it will. It would be like Bob Ross. The way Bob Ross has just kind of entered people's, the, the public eye again, per se. I really hope that Fred Rogers 
and all his content that he created really put out there because this movie is such a a highlight to what he did especially documentary last year these two things that have come out have been such a pluses it's it's amazing that somebody like him existed and it's fascinating too I, I really i really would like to see a book or another documentary that really just focused on his life not so much the show not so much his message but just him because the documentary didn't really get into that at all it, it did get into things like he was sick as a child things of like you know he was a pasture growing up that that really got away with the um the idea he was a, a, a sniper in the I believe it was the army that was a rumor for many many years and that that all gets debunked in both in both things matter of fact there's a little joke of it in the movie i thought it was really cool to pinpoint that as far as the movie that's that's where it goes tom hanks fantastic in this as well you know you know you could always say that you know tom hanks could sleepwalk through in a performance and he'd be great but i think in this one it's especially important especially impressive because fred rogers was very calm he he didn't really get into i mean as far as you would see like in interviews he wasn't like really rowdy or energetic he just he was very calm the way he talked and Tom Hanks is like that in this movie. His inflections, he has a really, I, I believe Fred Rogers was actually from Pittsburgh. I think he grew up in Pittsburgh. I, I may be wrong about that. But there was a, a like a dialect. There's like an inflection in his voice, the way he would talk. And Tom Hanks nails it. He does a very, very good impression of it. Even the way his mannerisms are, it's still very calm. And, you know, look, man, Tom Hanks is so used to kind of being all over the place with his movies especially now with the way his um his his career has really gone you you'll see him do like a sully post um where he plays uh brad ben bradley i believe but but those characters are all all over the place like you, you really need a medley of emotions and whatnot and in this one he's really really grounded there's even uh interviews where he takes place of fred rogers in the interview so it'd be like him on arsenio hall or him on Oprah, the way he would spew out, you know, Fred's reasonings for things and, and his response to certain answers, the way he would do it in that moment was incredible to watch. You really saw the way his show worked was incredible to watch. Even the show itself, they even pinpointed, like, you know, the executives and the studio people that were behind it. They got really, really impatient with him because he was so nice to everybody he was so nice to other children who would come to see the show he was so nice to everybody who came along there's a there's a point in the show where fred rogers is um he's trying to set up a tent it's a part of the show he wants to show kids how to set up a tent and he can't do it he can't he's trying to pull the tent down he's trying to get the poles down and he he just doesn't have the strength to do it he kind of stops he he goes to look at the footage that they recorded and he goes yeah use it you see people go, well, why, why? He's like, yeah, sometimes kids need to know that plans don't work out the way they want them to. I thought it was fantastic too. All of it's just fantastic to watch. I mean, I try not to be too biased because I, I very much enjoy the show. I still remember things from the show. But it, it's cool to see that it really was like that. And I, I, again, I give a lot of that to Tom Hanks and what he really does. Another really, really good aspect of this movie too is... Fred Vogel, the writer, his life, and the people that were surrounded by him, and you, you see how they react to this new way of life that he's trying to live, because there is a point in the movie where Fred is so caught up in his work, so caught up in 
anything and he wants to be caught up in it because it's a distraction from the things that he knows he needs to sit down and and work on and when fred rogers is there helping him out you see it's really affecting him you see it affects fred vogel a lot he thinks he's seeing things he passes out one time and it really just cuts in deep knowing that hey look i really gotta take care of these things i really got i really gotta sit down my dad is sick he wants to apologize to me i gotta sit down here amount i gotta swallow my ego swallow my pride and do that i thought the way a movie can handle that is fantastic i think it's very fantastic even the way his wife reacts to certain things you can see that he wants to have a better relationship with his very infant son because he knows he's gonna grow up and he's gonna look at his son and go you know what this this kid this child is gonna look at me and he's going to have an opinion of me one day. And I want it to be a good one. I want to have a good relationship with him that is not like the one I have with my father currently. I thought all of that was just fantastic stuff to touch. Really, this if you're going to go out and see this, please do. You know, I know that look during the Thanksgiving and the Thanksgiving rush and whatnot, there's a lot of things to watch. I know I'm catching up with stuff myself, but really, really go try to make an effort to go see this one. Because I think this is important for anybody watching i think it's important for anybody who has things dealing with you know stuff dealing with their life i think it's fantastic to watch so uh this is a plus for me for sure for sure this is a plus for me i would like to see how this plays out after i think we're only one weekend in at the time i'm recording this i really hope this this does very very well because i know like knives out comes out and so does queen and slim so Hopefully it doesn't get too caught up. I, I would like to see maybe some more Fred Rogers related stuff in the future. Uh, guys, if you have not yet, please go to TikTok, go to Twitter, go to Instagram, at Cinema Flavor. You can see all my reviews. We just put up a anime deep dish. David really, really went be of and beyond on that one. You guys really helped him out with that one. And uh, also go to Cinema Flavor on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. And I will see you guys again very, very soon. Alright guys, I'm out. Bye.